Good evening. I know that uh, Our Lady certainly has special graces in store for all of you for coming out and braving the elements uh, here and joining us for the Immaculate Conception Mass. Um, it really is a tremendous uh, opportunity uh, here underneath the, the beautiful blanket of snow that we have uh, to celebrate she who is most pure uh, for the Immaculate Conception. So it's a great grace that uh, we're being given uh, not only supernaturally but also naturally tonight. So please be careful uh, on your way home. In the Gospel of Luke, we've just heard this beautiful account of the angel, the archangel Gabriel, who comes to our Blessed Lady with this astonishing announcement, this news. And when we hear this, uh, at first it's a little bit confusing, isn't it? Because we think, wait a minute, that's the Feast of the Annunciation, which is March the 25th, which of course is nine months before December 25th. And of course, there are so many people who, when they think of the Immaculate Conception, they kind of assume that that is the conception of Jesus Christ in the womb of Mary. Uh, and that's understandable from a certain point of view because, well, that's actually the gospel for this feast, right? And so sometimes people can be a little confused, but we know that the Feast of the Immaculate Conception does not refer to that conception, which of course is immaculate, obviously refers to the conception of our Blessed Lady in the womb of her mother, St. Anne. But that conception was possible in its immaculate form precisely because of the gospel that we've just heard, that God from all eternity knew that Mary would say yes to his plan for the salvation of mankind. Now, of course, it's important for us to realize that Mary, as any human being, had the gift of free will, and she could have abused that gift of free will by saying, this news is entirely incredible, I can't believe this, it's too weird, I don't want any part of it. Because when the archangel Gabriel comes to her, there was no preparation for it that we know of. The scriptures don't tell us that somehow uh, God was preparing her for this moment. Our Holy Father Pope Francis is uh, often quoted as saying that God is a God of surprises, and he is nowhere more a God of surprises than in this moment in which the archangel comes to her and reveals to her the plan of salvation. And he waits for this incredible moment when our Blessed Lady would say yes. The Eternal Father, knowing that she would say yes, from the first moment of Mary's conception, preserved her from original sin. So it meant that Mary was like us in all things, except for the fact that from that first moment, she received a signal, singular, peculiar, particular grace that was related to the fact that she would say yes. What an incredible thing that our blessed Lord chose a child of Eve to reverse the curse of Eve and her husband Adam. He could have chosen any number of ways to bring about the salvation of the world. Okay? He could even have had our Lord Jesus Christ just kind of appear in glorious majesty from dropped, parachuted from the skies. 
but he chose that his son be born like all of us, as the child of a human mother, precisely so that we would have the confidence to come to him and to know that he would be able to save us from our sins. In the Blessed Virgin, we see she who is immaculately conceived, but we see this woman who also is an incredible model of virtue for each one of us. She who is all beautiful and all fair. And that is why so many Catholics and so many Christians and even non-Christians come to her as a model for their behavior of discipleship, of being a good person, of being a good Christian, but also because they know that there is something very special, that precisely because she was obedient to her son, that we know that he who perfectly fulfilled the commandments is also perfectly obedient to his mother. And so when we ask our Blessed Lady to pray for us to the Father, of course we don't put her in the place of God, we don't worship her in the place of God by any stretch of the imagination, but we know that she is a powerful intercessor because of that incredible unity between the heart of Mary and the heart of her Son. And so tonight, as we celebrate this Feast of the Immaculate Conception, we give great thanks to God for giving us all the gift of a mother whose love is tender, is full of grace, and is one of the most incredible gifts that we have.